Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Hello and welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Dave DeFore here with Mo Kill for your Wednesday night update. Coming up, the Battle of L.A. The Mavs kept themselves alive and the Bucks are number one. Before we start, don't forget you can get this pod with no ads by subscribing at theathletic.com slash NBA show. We had playoff positioning on the line in Los Angeles. The Lakers visiting the Clippers at Crypto.com Arena, Mo. And unfortunately... Did not go the way the Lakers wished. 125, 118, the Clippers win, and a seven point margin of victory in the final score does not paint the picture of this game because the Clippers were pretty dominant, especially in the first half month. I mean, they were making every shot at the start of the game. I mean, they shot 60% in the first half, I think they shot 55% from three. Or along those lines. Like, they were just hitting every shot. They were doing a great job of pushing the tempo. They knew the Lakers were on the second night of a back-to-back, so they said, hey, we're going to play fast. Push the ball up the court. Russ was really good in the first half, pushing the tempo, going quick, going quick, finding guys and feeding guys early. And I felt like the Lakers, for the most part, you know, on on their side of the ball, were were obviously still on a second night of a back-to-back, but also... It was a lot of D'Angelo Russell to start the game and not a lot of AD or LeBron. And I was just kind of like, these are the wrong guys taking shots right now. Yeah, well, I posited the idea that maybe this was the game plan. D'Angelo Russell didn't play in that overtime game against Utah. LeBron and AD and Austin Reeves obviously played a lot. Um, And maybe the idea was he's got fresher legs and, uh, you know, uh, it's still a lot of D'Lo. But the guy who did not have fresh legs was LeBron James. He had only three points in the first half, and he just looked um, unlike LeBron James. And then, and he scored 30 points in the second half. You just got to wonder, if if they could have started this game a half an hour later, <laughs> is it maybe a little bit of a different <laughs> outcome? Because these, they, they probably got in from Utah at like 2 a.m. local time, something like that. By the time you get, you know, home and, and get to bed, I mean... They're almost, it's almost time to show up at the arena. These guys definitely look tired to start the game and they definitely found a second win in the second half. Yeah. And this is actually a kind of a big picture, uh, a bone to pick for me with the NBA. It's don't schedule these guys on a second night of a back to back for a national TV game. This is a game. They clearly spotlighted battle of Los Angeles. It's, you know, turned out to work out perfectly and that this game had a lot of significance in that. And I'm not trying to make excuses for the Lakers. Every team deals with back-to-backs and, and so on and just bad luck here. But on this being a national TV game, 
the second night of a back-to-back where you're traveling, I think it's really hard on a team. And the Lakers aren't the only ones that suffered this. The Bucks had it twice down the stretch. Their game against Denver, uh, I believe their game against Boston, like the, 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 they need to do a little more foresight in terms of the scheduling. But for the Lakers, this was a big blow to them in their hopes of trying to avoid the play-in tournament altogether. Played a massive overtime game the night before, and now this one, we knew what was on the line. Now they fall to seven. Now they need some help from the Warriors to or the, or the Clippers to, to move up and out of the play-in tournament. This puts a lot of pressure on them, and I think it's just so hard for them to have to go into the playing tournament, you know, with with just they're gonna have tired legs, man. Yeah, I mean, every single game has been a playoff game for them the last, you know, ten games or so, and having this back to back. Look, every team has to deal with it. You like you said, and the Lakers had fewer than everybody else, but it just so happens to kind of hit them at the worst time. But that's the way the sh- uh, the schedule sort of shakes out. Let's stick to playoff. Battles, the Mavericks at home hosting the Kings. The Kings still fighting, trying to get the two seed. The Mavericks clinging on for dear life, and they get a win, 123-119, thanks to one of the most ridiculous fourth quarters I've seen all season from Kyrie Irving. He had 19 points. He was hitting some ridiculous shots. Kyrie Irving is one of my favorite players to watch, and nights like tonight are why. He had 31 points, and he was doing it from all over the court, Mo. He was hitting rainbow threes over Alex Lynn. He was hitting little pull-up mid-rangers over Demonis Sabonis. He was slashing to the lane. It was a hell of a game from Kyrie. There was a shot, Dave, where Devion Mitchell was draped all over him. Like, I'm watching that going, wow, this is great defense. They've stuffed them. They've really locked them down. Like, this is unbelievable. And Kyrie threw up a prayer that dropped in the net and I was just like oh the Mavs are winning this game like when those types of prayers are getting answered you pretty much have to just establish the fact of like eh, might not be on your side tonight and I think that was one of those things it was an impressive performance because Dave when I watched this team in the first half I thought the Mavs were done I was like oh this is one two three Cancun like the Mavs looked like they were cooked completely in the first half and for them to battle back in the second half against a good Sacramento team that had something to play for. This was a big, big win for them. And something I think like they, they should be excited about and now get ready to go forward to try to fight in to get into the playing tournament. Yeah. Um, and we should mention Christian Wood also had a big fourth quarter, had 12 points. He was the only other guy besides Kyrie that scored in that fourth quarter run that, that saw them close this game. Luka Doncic, 29 points. 10 rebounds, 6 assists, only 3 of 11 from 3. He's had a a rough shooting time here lately and looked pretty tired down the stretch, which, again, it's the end of a long season, so everyone's a little bit tired. Uh, For the Kings, man, they really wanted to win this one, especially because the Grizzlies lost, and and it was just a tough one for them to drop. But on the road, I, I thought that they still finished strong. Just some shots didn't go in here and there. Yeah, I felt like they had some lapses defensively, but I felt like the shot, some of the shot selection they were kind of going through down the stretch hurt them a little bit. I felt like they rushed a few things here and there, and I think that's kind of what led to the issues for the Kings down the stretch. And, I mean, shoot, it was a tough game on the road. Would have been a big win for them had they won this one and then been able to kind of have a chance to race for potentially getting the second seed down the stretch. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? 
Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from another retirement account with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. Claim as of Q1 2024 validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to special terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker. Dealer. In New Orleans, the Pelicans. The Pelicans get a win over the two-seed Grizzlies, 138-131 in overtime. Mo, this game had everything. Had a blown 19-point Memphis lead. Had a blown Pelicans lead with 13 seconds left. They blew a five-point lead. Mo, we were discussing this match, this matchup. And we were thinking about an angle. Oh, okay, we can talk about the Pelicans. They're so scrappy. Brandon Ingram, look at how good he's been in this game. Herb Jones was great in this game. And then they blew that lead, and it went to overtime. And we were both kind of befuddled. I was shocked. I thought this game was over. With 13 seconds left and no timeouts, the Memphis Grizzlies get a five-second call. And at that point, you're like, listen, just inbound the ball. Should be easy. Foul. Make your free throws. Go home. Everybody chill out. Uh, Brandon Ingram gets called for an offensive foul on the inbounds, which you can argue whether it was a flop or not. I thought he extended his arm a bit, which I was going to lead to being called. And yes, it was sold. There's no question about it. That's kind of what you do. Dave, you're a wrestling fan. You can, <laughs> yeah, he uh, sold it. You know yeah. when, 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 a job, <laughs> when something's being sold. And I think there was, you know, then Dylan Brooks makes a big three and gets fouled. And then... They go into the onside kick of free throws, and Larry Dance fouls Jaron Jackson on that, and we end up in overtime. The The Pelicans are lucky that they pulled that out in overtime because it would have been a, just a disaster yeah, for them had they not. Absolutely. And, 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 and we, we just should say Ingram was absolutely amazing in this game. Yeah, Brand, Brandon Ingram is awesome. He had 24 points, he had 13 assists, and we don't really think about him as, as much of a playmaker for others, but... Every time that the defense shifted and shaded toward him, he was finding shooters to the tune of 21 of 39 from three for the Pelicans, Mo. Herb Jones, five of eight. CJ McCollum, six of nine. Trey Murphy, the third, seven of 13. Ridiculous performance. They had three 30-point scorers, three guys in their starting lineup that hit five threes. That's the second time in NBA history that that's happened, Mo. Do you know the first time? Not a clue, Dave. When the Please. Knicks played the Pacers earlier tonight in their win. 
They had three 30-point scorers <laughs> and five guys who hit threes. So the first two times in NBA history that that happened, um, a, a really great game and a much-needed win for the Pelicans. They, look, nobody wants to play two games to even just get to the playoffs. So everybody's trying to get into that seven or eight spot and, and a big, big win for the Pelicans. Speaking of the playoffs, you got one more? We should, we should mention. We should just mention real quickly. The Pelicans can also get out of the play-in tournament. They are tied with the Lakers. They are at the eight seed right now. But if a couple things break their way, we might find them in the six seed. Could Who knows? That is the chaotic nature of where things stand right now, Mo. We should mention the Bucks get a big win over the, over the Bulls. And big meaning they've now clinched the overall number one seed. That's home court advantage throughout the playoffs. So through the finals, uh, when the Bucks make it there, they will have home court. Um, the Boston Celtics, well, they've clinched the two seed. And the Philadelphia 76ers have clinched the three seed. So basically the East is pretty much set. We still have a little bit of room for movement. Uh, Brooklyn and Miami, that's still not set. So right now, Brooklyn with the, picked up a win. They remain the six seed. Miami, a game and a half behind them in the seven seed. The Hawks, the Raptors, and the Bulls bringing up the rear of the play-in. And it feels like... That field, that 8, 9, 10 is all set. None of those teams can make it into the top six, but Miami still with an outside chance. Moving to the West, the Denver Nuggets clinch the one seed in the West. So it will be totally okay if Jokic wins the MVP. We can all agree. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies hold a two-game <laughs> lead over the Sacramento Kings with two games to play. So that's still up for grabs. And uh, the Phoenix Suns are the four seed, and it seems like they're locked in right there. The Clippers and the Warriors are both tied for fifth, 42 and 38 on the season. And then you mentioned the Lakers and Pelicans, 41 and 39 in the seven and eight spots, a game behind the Clippers and the Warriors. Then you've got the Minnesota Timberwolves, a game behind them. And then two games back is the Thunder, who are tied in the wins and loss column, 38 and 42. Tired yet, Dave? I am exhausted with the Dallas Mavericks. Again, <laughs> every time I go through this, because it's so complicated, it's Every every single standing actually matters right now. It feels like the scene in basketball where they're explaining the playoff run. But Mo, um, we have been talking for a few weeks now that it's felt like the playoffs. Every single game has had a great atmosphere. It's just been really nice. This is fantastic playing basketball already. Yeah, we're here now. It's been the playoffs for about two weeks. Now. That's it. And that's going to do it for today's show, folks. Thank you guys for listening. For Mo Keel, I'm Dave DeFour. Mo. Get out of here. Ding, ding. Hey, baseball fans. This is Derek Van Riper. Now that spring training games are underway, opening day is just a few weeks away. Eno Saris and I have been getting ready for the season all winter on Rates and Barrels. Whether you're a seasoned fantasy player, a baseball stats junkie, or just someone who wants to learn more about the game, join us for four episodes each week this season, including our new Friday live stream with former big leaguer Trevor May. Check out the live stream on Fridays at 1 o'clock Eastern on the Rates and Barrels YouTube channel, or listen to the show wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including the ad-free option on the Athletic app.